1: Welcome back to the Bashmania podcast. This is episode 145 and it is brought to you by our friends at Attack. Attack is a training app for competitive athletes. Now you can level up with AI. Custom built programs for you to reach your goals and guided workouts to execute the plan. And even though it is a training app for competitive athletes for high level athletes, this is for everybody. If you're listening to this podcast, you can benefit from this app. I do think they're smart and targeting competitive and high-level athletes, but this app is like having a trainer in your pocket. Whatever your goals are, if you want to be a state champ, you can put it in there and it'll help you. If you just want to get in better shape like me, because you're having a son in a couple months and you want to be in shape and run around with him as he grows up, this is the app for you. This is a great app. It's, it's truly like having a trainer in your pocket, and it's also like having kind of like a notebook where you can log stuff and keep track of everything, whether it's how much water you take, take in, how much sleep you got, what your workout was, if you need help with those things, and how much you should have, this app is for you. So go and download Attack ATAC and the Apple App Store today. It's Bashamania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. You're gonna do what mania runs wild! On. Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh yeah. There we go. We're back. Bash Mania podcast. My man Corby's back on. I'm super grateful because I'm like. It's Tuesday. Are you doing a first word? You said Wednesday. I said, let's run this. We got a lot to talk about because this is the CKLV preview show. We'll go wait by wait. But a couple random topics first. I guess we'll start the show with Soriano. I'm personally, we talked about Soriano on here. And I saw some tweets saying the same thing. But I'm almost like I'm over the whole like mystery and this, that, I think it was so dragged out. I'm just ready to see him compete. I think it adds some fun. I'm so glad it's over. I'm so glad he just went somewhere. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think, and I, and I had a conversation with somebody close to the camp about, you know, um, and I think there's some misconception, like I think there's some misconception maybe out there to fans and people feel that I, my opinion, Nick wants to, Nick wants to build this mystique and brand within his own mind, right? Yeah. Not like not that we're thinking about Nick wants to build this brand, right? Like this big brand, where it's more, if that was the case, then he had offers to to announce that on multiple different avenues, right? And um he didn't. He just put it out on his Instagram. If Nick was chasing a Really? That's Which, what by the wanted. way, smart thing to do. Yeah. Athletes right.
1: should always, always. I love when somebody gives me news. I know people give you news. They give Willie news. It's so fun to break it. It's a lot of fun. Nothing's better than an athlete going to their own website, their own social and breaking it on their own.
0: Yeah. And I think people were to me like, you know, you know, you're getting stuff like that, right? Nil, whatever. Now people come for money, right? He could get money to to announce, right? That some that he turned down to just do it on his own platform, right? I think it's I think it's more it's Nick building this in Nick's mind to become in Nick's psyche the best Nick he can be, right? So um, going to Michigan didn't shock me. I think there was a lot of you know him and Stefan don't get along kind of thing, this and that. You know, Nick's an alpha, right? And once he kind of puts that stamp on things then you know it's not so bad him and stefan you know they get along fine so that's and i think he wants to you know iron Belaglazov. also sharpers iron yeah you got a two-time olympic champion six-time world world champion sergey Beloglazov, right and nick's looking down the road freestyle right he wants to be the guy and i think that intrigues him some um and you know trying to get it's in michigan right the hype trying to get them over the hump trying to get them a team trophy you know i think that that means something too so i'm like you right um you know and that's why my set like as it drug on i said well this can't be about building a brand and making money because this is the dumbest marketing strategy ever you know what i mean like you you drag it on drag it on and then like kind of the bubble had popped right so it's still exciting to people but it wasn't it was the talk of the town maybe six eight weeks ago right and he so lost a lot if, of
1: followers. He went from 109,000 yeah. to 105,000. Now I think he might be back at 107 or something, but I think there's a lot of people like that who just, you know, all right, this is getting dragged down. Like I was interested. It's not that big of a deal to me.
0: I'm like you, I'm ready for it. Right. Let's go. He's got his eye on a prize. He wants to, you know, he wants, he's got his eye on the title of 25. Um, you know, he, he wants a shot at Spencer. Um, you know, we don't see Vito right. And come, Vegas comes out, right? No veto. Hmm. Wonder why. Do you a think month, he'll they're...
1: register late or do you think he's what you're about to say?
0: I think you're going to, I think they like the Penn state matchup with Vito at 25. Remember they do a Penn state in about a yeah. month, right? We're down in Florida at the duels. Um, little small for RBY. Um, do they have Hildebrandt by then? Probably not. Right. So you boom, you pump him down to 25. You're looking for a pin, right? Now, yeah. they, they like their matchup at 49. They like Yanni. They like their matchup at 57 with Santora or Yipujan. They like their matchup at 65 with Ramirez. They don't mind the matchup at 97 with Dina. They probably like them all. But I me as a fan and going through it, yeah. I see what they're doing here. Now, he doesn't weigh in, right? Why weigh in and weigh 129 pounds and wrestle 133 if you're going down to 25 when these matches aren't yeah. going to matter a lick for seating if you're at 25? Thirty-three matches, throw him out the window. So, I think he's going down. Right? He's small. Um, I think. I think they like. They're giving Greg D lost to Ashton. Nothing against Greg D, but I think Vito scores more points at twenty-five than he does at thirty-three. Yeah. And I think LeJoy scores more at thirty-three than Greg D would at twenty-five. So they get more bang for their buck that way. Now, also Handlovic, Handlovic's at forty-one. Yanni at forty-nine. Yanni's going to see Sasso. They know what they got out of Hunter Richard. They like Hunter Richard. They know what they have. They're not sure about Hanlovick yet, right? So Cole Hanlovick gets another chance. Yanni gets to see Sasso. If they don't like how that looks, then Yanni goes down to 41 and Richard's at 49. Now for a team, they're probably better, right? And that's what they're looking at. I interviewed Mike before the Stanford duel and and that's what he said, right? It's, It's team. It's not going to be based on individual what our best team is is what we'll do we've always been that way here at cornell and it's not going to change so that's that um
1: do you think too one last thing about soriano yeah my first thought was two things well i guess my first two thoughts one is i agree with you i think this is exciting to him to help somebody win a team title that's a Mm -hmm. great place to go um because they're they're right there now Number two, one of my first thoughts was, so Soriano's definitely wrestling for the Italian world team. Did you think <laughs> that when you saw that? Because, like, Michigan seems to be the hub for wrestle for a different country's world team. And there's all these rumors before, you know, about maybe Soriano going to wrestle for the Italian world team. Now him even going to Michigan where they really help their guys. You want to go compete for this country, this country, this country. I don't know. To me, it just says, I think in 2022, we'll likely see him wrestling for the Italian world team. I could be a hundred percent wrong. It's just one of those gut things where I'm like, yeah, that's what makes sense if it happened.
0: I could see him. I could see him try a 2024 run here. Right. Yep. And if he doesn't make our team, maybe go over. I think Nick's always, uh, you know, not running from a fight. He's the one wanting to fight. So I, I don't know that he runs. I think he probably stays here in America. But um yeah, I know people right away. You're not the only one, right? That that thought that a lot of people, I think their mind went that way right away. Um so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um so we got Vegas. We got registrations. We're only waiting for one team. One. I We're got on the gophers. Go I got
1: home. I got one more rant before it's the KLV. Yep. Let's do it. And that is that I posted actually bash solutions posted two yesterday, sponsoring five athletes. Very happy about that. Go read about that. If you haven't, we're sponsoring Yanni, David Carr, Peyton Proust Daniel Kerfley, Um, Who did I not say? David, Yanni, Kirk, Peyton. Person.
0: Yep.
1: Who's the fifth one? I'm trying to mind blank because I'm thinking about the next thing that I want to go off about already.
0: I hadn't seen it yet, so I can't help you there.
1: RBY completely drawing a blank on my guy Roman. Oh, duh. Yeah, duh. Um, <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. But I posted good news yesterday that UWW released how much money the seeds got. So USA wrestlers got sixty-one thousand dollars for basically how the rankings ended out. So Gilman got 10 grand, fix got seven grand, Bentelio seven grand, Dake 10 grand, Burroughs 10 grand. Taylor, 10 grand, Snyder, seven grand. $61,000. Amazing. And as soon as I post it on Instagram, what do people do? Wah, they should get more. Wah, that's BS. Like, baby steps. We have to take steps as a sport. The fact that the top three seeds got money is amazing. The fact that on top of Living the Dream Metal Fund, these guys walked away with another $10,000 The fact that Pentelio got 7,000 when he didn't even go like amazing. And the fact that people are crying, I I don't get it. I know there's so many negative people out there, but I don't get it. And as soon as I told you like, let's do a show, I knew I wanted to address that because I couldn't believe I opened Instagram to see like all these negative comments. And I'm like, is there no like, Hey, this is a good step forward. I don't understand why it's zero or a hundred so many times.
0: Yeah. To me, you know, how interesting, right? Now with an NIL, I know we can't, it's name, image, likeness, we can't talk performance, but I feel somehow we could work this into um, companies or sponsors sponsoring a weight class at the NCAA tournament, right? And now let's say, we, you know, we had talked on our last show, you know, about a point system about, you know, trying to figure out a way to get the best guys and, and make the season matter, not allowing guys to sit, you get points for each match wrestled, points against a ranked guy. And at the end of the year you just take the total points and those are the guys in. And if you don't compete, then you don't have enough points, you don't get in. So it's like you could, you know, they could sponsor weights, right? Somehow we could work this in. Look at what how why did the guy why did they get money? What did they do all year to earn? They wrestled. They, wrestled. they showed up to earn up the wrestled. points. They earn the points. It's in. They're incentivizing the point system because what did? What is UWW doing? They're 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 adapting on the fly. They're making changes. Right? They realized it came out. And what Jordan Burroughs say? I'm not going. Why would I go at my weight? At you know I the way it gets drawn in, I go, I'm number one seed, I get chas viso or whatever, however it worked that year. I'm not gonna go to that. Well now what? Now you're they make a change. They hear what their athletes are saying. They hear what the fans are saying. So they make a change. They incentivize it. Right. So now next year, guess what? Or end of January and February when the ranking series tournaments roll around, guess what? Guys are gonna go compete now. Yeah. Why? Because there's some money on the line at the end of the day. And that's, you know, that's when this sport, man, guys are scraping for money. Right. So, and I think like I get people wanting more.
1: I just also think too, we should be grateful for steps forward. It's a step forward. And I think, you know, I try to just be as optimistic as I can about these things. I think it's great. I, my, my very first thought was literally, cause I, they released weight by weight and I saw Gilman first and I'm like, Amazing. Thomas Gilman gets another ten thousand dollars just for showing up, wrestling, competing, obviously, and winning, but for putting himself out there for going, I love it. So that's my mini Here, rant that people need to be more grateful for.
0: Here's my thing, and probably half of those people that were bitching, they don't they don't go, they don't leave their house, they don't support, they don't spend their money on it. They, they have the subscriptions and to me, I like sitting at home sometimes and watching a duel meet, but I mean. It's also kind of hurting our sport some too, right? I mean, why you know how many people, New Jersey people that I know that sat home that didn't drive to the Prudential Center? People I know that were within an hour away that didn't drive to watch UNC Wisconsin ruggers on a Saturday night because it was in the middle of the evening. They had they could just watch it at home, right? So why go? So I think we all want streaming and we all want everything to be on, but man, I sure do like it when you know, people were in the seats. Right. And I mean, look at, I look, I live here in Jersey. Right. I go back. Uh, you know what? I think it was 07, Goodell took over. Right. I think his first dual meet, there were 22 people at his first dual meet in the gymnasium, 22 fans. Okay. So now you fast forward, what? 10 years, right? Rutgers is in the rack in 2018, selling out 3000 you know, 3,000 season tickets from 22 people in 10 years. Coaches, if you can't figure out a way to get your people in the seats, I mean, you got to figure out a way to get people in the seats. That's your job. That is your job. Get people in the seats. Make and it fan-friendly. Figure it out. You know what I mean? Get out to your local clubs. We need We need the in the way, seats. By the
1: way, you're missing one of the easiest ones, and I, I won't digress, but – and wrestle your guys – or yes. girls, wrestle yes. your team.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and we talked about that a little bit. And I think it's hard. We're in a slippery slope right now because of COVID and contact tracing. And yeah. we don't know. We we want to call all not always, but you know, Willie had the duck shirt made a couple years ago and the fans, everybody's oh, that guy ducked, this guy ducked. Now, sometimes we know a little bit more than others. But now in this day and age, we don't know did he get contact traced? Did he get so it's a slippery slope? You know, I know many Minio jumped on the other day and was getting on the North Carolina guys and and believe me, we have a show tomorrow and there'll be some things said. But there's also situations where where we know more than the next guy, right? So it's like you kind of sometimes you call things out and sometimes you don't, right? So it's like it's a slippery slope. Um, but and then I want to talk real quick. Um bring it up, I guess, um, what do you think about Oregon state, not being able to get to Iowa? What do yeah, you that, think of that?
1: That, that was, that was a very interesting one. I mean, ha- hats off to army West and Iowa for making a duel happen very, very quickly. That's amazing. Um, that's very interesting. Cause I, I saw the Oregon state fallout kind of take place in the airport. I don't know mm-hmm. what the what the issue exactly was, but there was travel hurdles and they couldn't get there. I don't recall ever seeing that before. I've yeah, seen I think- it one time for like snow, or let's say somebody couldn't get out and you know something like that. But I've never seen that before.
0: Yeah, I guess it turned out to a situation to where they were going to have to go on like four different flights, and I guess maybe the athletic department wasn't didn't feel great about that. And one of the flights they were going to Chicago, and then four people were going to have to drive from Chicago out to Iowa city. It's so insane. it was kind of, yeah. So I guess they kind of pulled the plug on that. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting. Um, it's just something that is odd that we typically don't see and we haven't seen. And like you say, when you do, it's usually weather. It was just a odd thing that, you know, came about and good for army, right? Stepping up, going there, you know, and, uh, Did you see and
1: the I shots fired?
0: i did did what did you make of that Yeah, allison come out she come out shotgunning huh um you know what do i make of it not a whole lot it's i mean but it's just old black and gold blood man you know that's it just old back old black and gold blood just just poking right just poking that's all right they it's I like it. I I think
1: you need that. I think you need that little bit of give and take. You need that like shots fired. I love it.
0: Listen, there may be a little bit of that, you know, but deep down inside, you know, take the competitive nature away. So that group of human beings right there, they, they care about each other down deep inside. Right. And so it's, you know, but when you get competitive, man, it gets, it gets, it gets nasty. Right. And as we do, right. And everything, right. You get competitive and you want a chance, you want a shot, you know, Doug's there, you know, he's building the program. He wants a shot at him, right. He wants a shot at him and, and they won't give him a shot. Right. So it's kind of, you know, not, it just hasn't happened. Right. Maybe it will happen, you know, so it's it's very interesting. Um, But I, I like it. Right. I, I like that kind of stuff. I think, we yeah, need I, it, you know, I do. I, I mean, I, I think, I, love I think Pat glory, I think if, what our, I mean, people call me crazy, but, I mean, do people remember Wade Chalice used to go, like, put an X on the mat and, like, pin people there? So, if Pat Glory, like, let's say if he done what, – what our sport needed was Pat Glory to go out there, grab Yabara, drag him over to the Iowa corner – Double boots in, Remember Gilman, remember what Gilman? Yeah, (laughs) working him, working him, and and telling Spencer, hey, buddy, you lucky you didn't wrestle tonight. That's what we need, right? That's the we don't get a rivalry anymore. We used to. Now it's like, oh, well, we'll see him at the national tournament. You know, what about when? What about when guys used to wrestle five times in a year and we built what you call the rivalry? Remember that word, coaches? Rivalry. We used to build those in this sport, and and that's what you know brought you know, everything. It's a storyline. You You need no doubt in my mind. I will put, listen, you're going to see Nick Soriano and Spencer Lee this year. If we see it one time, you ain't seeing that at the big 10 tournament. Nope. No way. Jose, forget about it. That that match is not happening at the, one of them will not wrestle that match at the big 10 tournament. Don't know which one. One of them will not wrestle that match. That match will not. I'll tell you right now. That match is not going to happen until the national tournament. If it happens, there's a guy named Vito dropping down. That's pretty good. So everybody's kind of, you know, making this matchup of, you know, Nick and Nick and Spencer, Nick and Spencer. But look, at there's it, also I, a guy there, Vito. And there's also a guy named glory. So I'll um, tell you it's what, it's going to be very
1: interesting. Drew Hildebrand, If he's at Penn state and he's in that state college room, Cal has done some magical things. That whole coaching staff with getting guys to be that much better. And getting guys okay. to show up in March. Like, I am on I, I'm on the Drew Hildebrand train. I'm on the Drew Hildebrand train. So, all right, speaking of matches that aren't gonna happen, <laughs> C- CKLV is probably yep. gonna have some of those. You know, it, it's very interesting. I went back and forth yesterday, kind of thinking about it, because you know, you look at the teams that are gonna be the CKLV, and my very first thought is. Oh my gosh, we're going to get Gable versus Mason already. My second thought was, no, we're not. And then it's breaking it down. And, you know, I'm, I think Mason Paris is going to wrestle until the second semester for whatever reason. But, you know, that was my first, my first thought. Um, So this, this weekend's going to be interesting. I guess let's just go through it. We'll start at 125. And uh, every weight this weekend is going to be good. So, for those listening, CKLV is Friday, Saturday. I tweeted out the schedule. It's on my Twitter. I think it's live on Flow. Basically, mm-hmm. it starts midday Friday quarters or Friday night, semi Saturday morning, final Saturday night. It's going to be awesome. 125 pounds, Corby.
0: 25. We got nine ranked guys in the top 33 in the intermat rankings. We're going to have number two, four, seven, nine, and ten. So we got five guys in the top 10. We're going to have glory. Who's two. We got Lamont. Who's four. We got Schroeder. Who's seven. We got Heinzelman. Who's nine. And we got McKee. Who's 10. We've also got guys like Joe Mancio, Jack Medley, uh, Brandon Kaler, uh, Michael Rose, who made the tournament last year out of Binghamton. So we got some, some guys there to me. I mean, it's Pat glory's weight. Um, you know, I think Pat glory wins this weight. Um, I like Heinzelman. I like I like Malik Heinzelman. I like his trajectory this year. I like the way he's been wrestling. He's grown into the weight. He's not small anymore. Um, I like him. I think uh, I think he makes the finals. Um, look for Lamont. Um, you know, I like I like Lamont, Lamont McKee, interesting match, I think, for third and fourth. Um, Schroeder Medley, I got for fifth and sixth, and then Mancio uh, from Columbia, and then Allen. Allen's a kid at Navy. Jake Allen, who was at 33 last year, dropped back down. Really good in control ties. I mean, two-on-one, two-on-one, two-on-one. Really good at a two-on-one. He gets to it. Um, So uh, that'll be interesting. A guy in this weight uh, that hasn't really quite done what we expected him to, maybe coming out of high school, and he's going to get a shot. Here's Jeremiah Reno at at Nebraska. He's going to get a shot at 125. Um he's, you know, decent size twenty-five now. So we'll see what he can do. Um, I'm really I'm really looking forward to like a like a McKee Lamont, right? That's a match I think that is just gonna be a fireworks if they meet. There'll be a lot of points, there'll be a lot of upper body, they'll get a lot of weird positions. And I look at, at twenty-five for that to be a really exciting match. What stands out to you at twenty five? Are anything you're excited for?
1: You know, this is one of those, Matt, this is one of those weights where I don't follow anybody in this way super, super close. So I don't have like a super bias like I do so many times. I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see this is one of those weights where you throw two darts at the wall and whoever's wrestling, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be excited. Whoever ends up in the semis and finals, especially, they're going to be such good matches. I'm really excited for that. It's, it seems like one of those weights where I just look at it and you see the names, glory, Lamont, Malik, McKee, you see these names of just talent. I'm. It's like, it's like kind of watching like a football game that you don't really have a vested interest in one side. You just want to see a good game because it's on. That's how I feel about 125. I think it's going to be a good weight, and I'm just curious to see as we head into December where these guys are at and how they match up. I think it's going to be. Yeah, fun. I think.
0: Me too. I think it's a weight where it's like. Um, If you tiered it, you would have glory in a tier, and then like the two through eight guys would all be in a tier where you could wrestle this three weekends in a row, and two through seven would just be switched up every weekend, right? So it's going to be interesting. I like a bracket like that. Let's move up to one thirty-three. We got we're going to have nine guys in the intermat uh, rankings at one thirty-three. No veto. No veto. So our highest ranked guy is it's kind of an odd way our highest ranked guy is going to be six with cannon and he's the only guy in the top 10 and then we yeah. drop down to like 16 right and then we're no i'm sorry 14 with chance rich then we go to like Raguson and turner and dylan's Moses my Schwartz. guy dylan for yes.
1: 133 he's the guy that i think like I think he's ranked where he is because of his criteria and whatever, mm-hmm. but he's a guy here who I think you're going to see him climb in the rankings after this weekend. I'm mm-hmm. super, super excited to watch him compete.
0: I think an over under on, uh, Ragus and Soriano fist fight in the room was yesterday because <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, Dylan doesn't back down. And uh so yeah, that's gonna be great. That's gonna be great for Dylan to get Nick and good for Nick to get Dylan too. So yeah, I'm a huge, you know, you know, Illinois guy myself, right? So I follow those style,
1: baby. Izzy style. Yeah, I follow
0: those guys really close and and I follow Dylan's whole career from you know a seven-year-old kid, right? And know a lot about the kid. I know his mindset, uh, which is second to none, which is why he's getting to where he's at um yeah. he wasn't born with a lot of a lot of those athletic or talent or gifts right them are them are all from hard work so yeah i like him my opinion i think he's going to be a little bit small still to mess with cannon right from the from northwestern who was uh seventh last year and so i have cannon Raguson now i have swartz beating greenwood for third now greenwood just beat mccall mcgee over the weekend okay, okay. Greenwood from Wyoming beat McCall McGee over the weekend, so look out for him. He's still ranked thirty, but I've got him all the way up here to four. And now Chance Rich is ranked fourteen, and I got him placed in ahead of Rich. Then I got Drury. Then I've got a kid, Navy kid. Most people don't know uh, freshman uh, Josh Cotterham. Okay, this kid's an Illinois kid down by St. Louis area, Belleville. This is, by um, the way,
1: my favorite thing about doing preview shows with you. Is the little sleeper and golden nuggets. It's my favorite yeah. thing about it.
0: This is a guy right here. Most people probably, you know, don't have their eye on, probably don't even when they scam through this list, they're not even gonna. I mean, put it this way: I've got I've got Cotterham placing. I don't have Alex Thompson placing. Wow. So, I mean, that just you know, I mean, so I'm high on Cotterham. I think he's tough. I think he's in the right place with Cole at he's tough on top. The kid's a grinder. Look out for him, Cotter And then I got Turner, eighth. Um, so we got a guy like Sabakar, who's in there, who Sabakar was the kid that in the Rutgers duel that locked up that headlock on Alvarez, right? Yep. So he's a thrower. He's a, you know, thrower. That was, so that was fun. That was it, right? And he's going to yeah. go for it, right? So, um, all right, let's go up to 141. We got 10 ranked guys in the internet rankings at 141. Our highest guys are seven and nine. We got Clay Carlson coming in at seven, which most people are going to, and Chad, red, nine. And most people are going to be like, wow, Carlson's ranked ahead of red, huh? But yeah, Carlson's ranked ahead of red. And uh, I've got red winning it. I got, uh, now we got guys like Signs, Martinoni, Red, Alirez, Willits, Philius, uh, Carlson, D'Amelio, uh, Zolman. We got a lot of kids here, but there's a kid that I, another one of these little nuggets here. I got him eighth. He's, he's filling in for Demas, okay? This kid's name's Jacob Butler. All right. Okay. He's an athletic kid. He's gonna fill in for Dom Demas, and and I think he places in this tournament. Um, he's a tough kid. Like I said, I got Red Olires, I got Willett's third, I got <clears throat> I got um Clay Carlson four, D'Amelio five, Lawrence signed six, Parker Philia seven, and then I got Butler in there from Oklahoma, the backup at eight. Uh, guys, I don't have place in. I don't have Martinoni placing. I don't have um and Correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't Burnley. see real. I didn't see real Woods register for this, right? No, uh real. So they're on tri semesters out there, and real with the credits, he's not chasing. So he decided December 8 is enrollment for him. Got so it. he's just missing this by a few days. When we were out there, we talked to him, and he's he didn't enroll the first tri semester. He he's good to go December 8. So you'll see him, then, see, him really yeah, see him then
1: 141 there. Really, yeah, he's back
0: out there. Great kid, man. I want to see what
1: my guy Chenzo has been doing with him.
0: Oh, yeah. They're doing it out there. I tell you, they're they're doing a good job out there. They got it made out there, man. It's a what a life, huh? They're, man, sunshine every day. 70 degrees of the cold day. (laughs) You got to get out there. You got to get out there. I know. Soon. Soon. All right. 49
1: is my way to the tournament. I mean. 11
0: guys. 11 of the top 33. So we got 33. With one versus two with one verse two. And then we got Abbas in there who we got a stall calling a shoelace grab to win that one, right? Now, I mean, and we got Yaya. People forget Yaya. Yaya was third last year at the NCAAs. So, how, about a, I mean, how about a guy
1: like Rich Lovett who can throw a wrench in any bracket?
0: <laughs> watch out for a kid named Legend Lamer, right? He's, he's ranked 13. A lot of people know him, but he got bigger. He's a real 49-pounder. He's he's gonna he's gonna be tough. Um we got we got a kid who's been scrappy uh at Binghamton, Nick Lombard, who was a Michigan transfer. He was at Michigan for four years, transferred to Binghamton. He's starting, he's solid. We got Lamer, we got Store, love it, Yaya, we got Mitch Moore, Zach Price up at 49. We got Abbas, Sasso, Yanni, Blockus, and then Crooks. So I mean, we got one, two, four, and six. Wild. So yeah, one, two, four, and six. So this is the Yanni. This is the test for Yanni right here. This is going to be, this is going to determine what Yanni does. Okay. This is this tournament right here. This is going to determine does Yanni got D- 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 wrestle this way or right? Because they, I think I will say 20- this
1: though. Go I ahead. will say this because I agree with you, but my only question to you is Yanni doesn't have many losses in college. He did lose to McKenna at this tournament. Went on to win the national championship. Do you think this weekend is reason, And not just for Yanni, I'm talking anybody, but good segue to bring it up. Do you think this weekend is cause for any kind of panic and alarm? I know Yanni didn't lose that match to McKenna by very much. It was a very close match, but it. Do you think it's you know for guys like Yanni and others who are at a certain weight, do you think it's a fair test because it is so early in the season still?
0: Yeah, I I think it's a fair test, and I think you know with their with them right specifically, we talked about earlier with their lineup. I think where. Um, they know what they have in Richards and, and, and they're checking out Han Levic here, but and Yanni, right. It's like, he could probably go either way. Um, you know, I think it's a feel for him, how he, how he feels against these guys, you know, and where, where I think at 25 and 33, it's more that, Hey, what I think inter- 41 and 49 are kind of interchangeable where I think with Vito at 25 and, and LaJoy at 33, they score way more. So, and I think the 41, 49 are kind of interchangeable. So I think that will be kind of more on a Yanni feel thing and, and, and how big and how, you know, does he feel strong enough? Does he like the feel? Um, And then, Hey, listen too, Yanni could go win this, this weekend and then go down. Why? Because he's a competitor, right? Nick Lee, Nick Lee's a guy that's, you know, you know, I mean, good guy, right. I mean, Ironman, right. I mean, so he may want, he may feel 41's a bigger, better challenge for him too. You know, yeah. some guys are running, some guys are not, right? So it, it all depends for him, I think. Um, I, I've i been going back and forth all day. When I wrote this down earlier, I had Yanni Sasso. And then I went back in my head. And I think it's just because, I don't know. I think my, I, I'd like to see Yanni down. I think it's just as a fan, you know, I've, you know, I've kind of, you know, helping Willie now, right? And doing things and, and, but I'll never be like, I have a hard time, like being a media guy. I always look at it through the fan. I've been a fan for so many years that I just can't not look at it through the fans lens. And me as a fan, I want to see Yanni down. I just, I think that weights great with him down. I think 49 still has some, some good, some good pop without him there. So I, I, I just, as a fan, I think the Nick Lee Ironman, Yanni thing is just awesome. Then you get Woods in there, healthy with a whole Olirrez you know, Woods with two thirds of a year. Right, you get guys in the mix there. So, um, so I've gone back and forth, Yanni with Sa- Yanni and Sasso. Um, you know, I'll go Sasso maybe just a little bigger. Then I'll go Yanni. Then Abbas, Then Yaya. Then Love it. Then Lamer. And then Storm Blockus. Um, but a guy to look out for in this weight, um. Like I said, I I, I'm big on Lamer. I know he's ranked 13th, but I just, I like Lamer. I think, uh, you know, a guy that I didn't list here to place and I just realized it looking through here, I don't have Mitch Moore placing. So that's, I mean, probably bad on my part, (laughs) but I, I just looked here and I'm like, well, I don't have, sorry, Mitch. Um, but yeah, I don't have Mitch Moore placing. I guess I just looked through and missed him, but so hopefully he proves me wrong this weekend. I like Mitch Moore. Um, so then we get up to 157. Now, to me,
1: I do think, by me, the way, Yanni's going to handle Sasso. Just you do. So it's on the record. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's good. That's good. <laughs> I think I, Yanni. I
1: don't think he liked the way he wrestled, Jaden. Fat. He did I, not like the way. He I, I don't think the way he. I don't think he liked the way he felt. He has a couple weeks, and I think he wants to give 149 a feel a little differently. If that makes sense. Um, go into the match a little differently. I also think a tournament versus a duel. This sport is primed towards how do you compete in a tournament, not a here, duel.
0: Here, you know what I mean? Thing so. too. My opinion, too, you get so predicated, like so focused in on, on the folk style side of things, yep. and you're so used to back foot push, back foot push, right? A guy backs out of ties and doesn't want to wrestle you in freestyle. You just get him to the edge and get your push out, right? Yeah. Well, so if you go back and re-watch that match, there's instances where Yanni's just kind of pushing, pushing instead of, right, instead of making him wrestle back into him kind of thing. And yeah. uh, I think I think that's a feel that he'll change, right, when you go freestyle folk style. I think it's getting back into that. And I think, too, where, um, you know, he scrambled pretty good in that match, you know. Um, but, you know, remember do
1: two... How many times do we see a guy at a tournament shake some rust off the first match and then he goes out and blows the doors open in the second match? When guys wrestle in a duel, especially this early in the season, they don't have that ability. Like if, if that, and I'm not taking anything away from Jaden, I think he wrestled great, but if that would have been 9am and then Yanni wrestles again at one, I think he's like, the rust is off. It's sometimes hard in this sport when it's all geared towards middle of March, you win an NCAA championship by winning five matches. So it's hard sometimes to see that difference too, in a duel, because we put so much weight on a dual match, but we never put weight on the first match of a five match tournament.
0: And I don't think people took in it. Like got to remember that was big, man, Rob Cole back place is packed you know what I mean the the nerves the anxiety and and uh so yeah I mean think I think that played into it too and you know what else played into it Jaden Abbas is freaking good he's really right? good Jaden really is high good. really high on him
1: Jaden Abbas
0: is high level this kid's really good man he's jumped levels he'll continue to do it so yeah now this weight nine guys okay in the top 33. But this is probably my favorite way. Okay. We're gonna get guys like um now Yapujan's out, Santoro in, okay. So we got we got Justin Thomas, we got Kendall Coleman, we got Will Luan, we got we got Monday, who just beat Caleb Young pretty handily. How right? about maybe we one got, of the hottest guys right now? Peyton Robb. Peyton Robb, Brayton Lee, Ryan Deacon. So this weight right here, then we got guys like Cerniglia Willits. Um, we got Wright, Jacob Wright, number 13 from Wyoming. He's in the mix. Kendall Coleman. Like I said, we got we got two, four, five. We got 12, 13, 15, 17, 18, 19. So this is like a a pretty, you know, top, like a lot of good guys. Um now, right, I they just came in late. So I got Deacon. They just registered their guys just before we got on. We're only waiting on one team, Minnesota. Minnesota so yeah. yeah, but I'm gonna go Deacon, Brayton, Peyton Robb, Monday. Then I'm gonna go Jacob Wright, Will Luan, Kendall Coleman, Justin Thomas. So and then a guy in this weight class, freshman, Enrique Manguia, Okay, this kid comes in out of Ohio, won Ohio State title. He's at Kent State now. I'm not saying this kid's going to come in and place. I'm not saying this kid's, but this kid is going to wrestle some matches against a guy here. And you're going to, at the end of the match, you're going to say, "Who the hell is this Mongolia kid?" <laughs> and just so not before if that happens, not you the
1: Dashmania podcast,
0: <laughs> that's right. I'm letting you know before <laughs> it happens, you're gonna you're gonna say to yourself, "Who in the heck is this kid?" So, um. Now we get up to 165. We got 11 guys. Again, another weight with 11 guys in the top 33 intermat rankings. Our guy Earl Smith ranks them over there. He does a great job. I think the best in the game. Um, this is a weight. I mean, we got guys like Tanner Cook. We got a guy out here, Nebraska Carney D2 national champ, Matt Malcolm. He's going to place in this bracket. I'm telling you right now. This weight- I got
1: excites me a lot i mean this
0: weight excites me we got griffith Karchla wick Amin, ramirez who just beat griffith we got matt malcolm at d2 champ we got bubble wilson tanner cook i mean we i mean we got we got a guy i didn't mention the rank number 12 in the country phil calignaro i don't have phil calignaro placing.
1: yeah this, i mean this weight is going to be nuts because we might get to find out where evan wick and shane griffith match up against each other How's yeah, Carson, gonna, looking. You know what I mean? Like
0: we're gonna we're gonna see two basketball players probably wrestle in the finals. <laughs> Griffith and we're gonna probably see Griffith and Wick. I mean, I got Karchula. Okay, I think He's I so think
1: good.
0: on his feet where Wick lacks a little. Right, Wick's very good, gets on top, and shut down matches. Wick's good on his feet, but Karchula's very high level on his feet. I think Karchula may get the extra takedown in this match, and I in the semis. Now, depending on the seeds. But I got it, Griffith, Karchlow, Wick, Amin, Ramirez, Matt Malcolm, Wilson, and Cook. So I do not have Clinigliero, who's number 12 in the country right now, placing. Um, So that's very interesting to me. Um, Another guy in this weight to look out for, um, we haven't seen at 65 in a while, was a Rutgers kid, Joe Grello, transferred down to Oklahoma, and now he's their 65-pounder. He had been in Rutgers 74 for a few years. Now it's his last year. So a guy to kind of, you know, keep an eye on there. Um, Now I'm going to tell you, this is a guy, right? There's going to be a weight class right here. 12, 12 of the top 33, okay? There's going to, I got 12 of the top 33 guys, okay? The lowest ranked guy in the third of these guys, the 31st guy, I got him taking third. I got Adam Adam Kemp. You're big, Kemp Polly, huh? Lee Kemp's son. Lee Kemp's son, Adam Kemp, starting to turn the corner. Just keep an eye on him. We got we got Mikey Labs, right? We got Ethan Smith. Like them both. I got I got Kemp placing ahead of Folka. I got Kemp placing ahead of Hayden Hastings. Um, Maybe too high on him, but I was out there. You know, a couple weeks ago, I watched these guys train. Um, You know, Sean Faust is out there. You got Tristan Moran out there. You got uh, uh, Azevedo out there, 1980 Olympian. I mean, they got a really good staff out there. Um, um, They've got – I just watched those guys train. Lamer's big and strong. I watched this Kemp kid, and he's very explosive. He's always had the tools. I think it's been more belief. I watched him and Wick wrestle around for a while. And, uh, I like what I saw. And, uh, I mean, I look at this bracket and there's a lot of good guys, but we're like 20, 20, 20, 22, 29, 26, 27. You know, a lot of guys like that. I got, um, I got Labriola, Smith, Kemp, Hastings, Foka, Mantonona, Nighthouse and Devo's out of uh, South Dakota state. So I don't have, um, you know, some solid guys place. I don't have Kratiger placing, I don't have Jacob Nolan NCAA qualifier out of Binghamton placing. So yeah, I'm high on Kemp. I think he's believing in himself. I think he's a big 74. Um, and I look for uh, Adam Kemp. He's also on my fantasy team. So he's going to be my probably be my guy this week. I'm looking for him big things out of him. So um, now we're up to 184. What do you got? You got anything at that weight? What do you think? You know, Labriola and Smith. What do you like? This
1: 184 reminds me well what 174 and 184 are both like Mm -hmm. 125 to me Uh 174 you don't have like the top four guys you don't have some of the best that are typically like you give the weight to them when you see them in a bracket Uh and this weight is interesting because it is open i agree chris focus somebody i'm very interested to see what he can do he is an actual absolute hammer who i i think is overlooked sometimes i'm really I'm really curious to see if, if like, a Chris Folka of some of these guys that you and I think are overlooked, whether you're in the room, whether you just know them, friends of friends, whatever. This is one of those guys that, like, I'm waiting to have a good weekend. I think he could do something this weekend at 74.
0: Yeah, I, he can. Um, Chris Volk is a kid, um, always lifted during the season. Dad, yeah. they never cut weight. They always you know wrestled where they were maybe a little heavy um he wrestled 86 kilograms 189 this summer in yeah. Coralville um so this is the first time Chris Folka's cut weight in his life okay and he's, he's tall he's
1: six foot he, like,
0: he's a he's a big boy you're gonna see the best Chris Folka in the second semester right it takes a while you got to figure it out as a kid people tell you do this do that kids don't listen people don't listen we got to figure out things on our own he's figuring it out he will figure it out as the season goes on he's going to figure it out and learn more and more he's a smart kid it's trial by air with these guys right he's going to figure it out you're going to see the best Chris Folk in the second semester that's why I kind of got some guys beating him this weekend love Chris Folk talents high um you know and so but that's that's why I'm at with Chris Folk I think um it's gonna it's gonna come down to you know, getting used to it. Right. Where a lot of guys are right? When, when you get into a match and you start feeling things you've never felt before, when other guys feel that every match they push through and you're kind of like, Oh, what is that? Right. Yeah. We saw a little bit of that in the third period against Tyler Isens and the duel, he got ridden Now, Not that Isens is, Isens is a good kid too, but I expected Folka to move more, get out. Yeah. He was feeling it. Right. And so he's not, something he's never felt before. He's going to have to feel that a few more That's times. That's why I'm but waiting
1: I, for him to break out. That's why he's going Like, you know, when you've, Watch the kid like that, yeah.
0: He's gonna, he's gonna, it's gonna happen. Um. So now we got ten guys. Yep. Uh, at one eighty four in the top thirty three. But we only have one guy in the top ten, and that's number six, uh, Bernie Bernie Trow out of Cal Poly, right? So, and then we have Vens, right? Which, which is interesting that Venz is down at fifteen. You know, not looking the greatest. I look for Vens to break out this weekend. I got Vens beating yeah. Bernie in the finals. Um, then we got guys like David Key. We got Darian Roberts. We got Stefanik out of Princeton, who's tough. We got Jonathan Lowe out of Cornell, who I like a lot. Samuelson out of Wyoming. Um, now, late, not late, but um, Ro- uh, Rocky Jordan, not in. It's not in. Caleb Romero, I was just Caleb Romero is back. Caleb okay. Romero is back. Ankle is better. He's back. He's in. He's registered. So look for before I did my picks. I didn't have him in there. I'm going to put him in at third. And then I'm going to go Samuelson four, low five. Salazar six, Key seven, and uh Lion uh eight. So I do not I have. Oh, uh, interesting one. Colin McCracken, Kent State, qualified at 97, down at 84. So just something to kind of. Keep an eye on there. Darian Roberts guy don't have placing who I like a lot. Wyoming Sem kid, talented, athletic. Wouldn't surprise me if he placed. Um, up to 197, we got 13 ranked guys. This is the weight with the highest ranked guys. Now, we got a lot of lower ranked guys, but this is a, this is a solid weight. Um, it is. You know, we got six, eight, nine, 9, and 10. Um, you know, we got Jake Woodley, right? who is looking really good right now. Jake yeah. Woodley is my pick to win this weight. Um, I got Schultz coming back and getting second. I got Cardenas, then Buchanan, then Brookie, then Sloan, then Dupre, then Panola. Guy to look out for. Mcalfoy, if I remember the name, Olympian, wrestling stud out of Chicago. His son, his son wrestles at Minnesota. His son beat Tanner Sloan over the weekend. His son is, uh, you know, at Minnesota, so look for him. I do not have him placing, but look for him to break out. Um, Panola and Dupre for seventh and eighth. They got Dupre winning that. Dupre is one that has gone up to 97, not looked the greatest so far. Um, not looked bad, but not looked I, – I, I thought he that. would do yeah. a little better at 97 than he's looked. So um, I don't know if it's a weight thing. I don't know. We don't know, right? We talk about this with people. He could have, he could have been sick for the last month and you know and just getting back in shape. We don't know, right? Yeah. But he hasn't looked like Louis Dupre yet. So um, I've got him down lower than I would like to have Louis Dupre, who's ranked 11th in the country. I've got him placed in 7th, which you know I you know Brookie hasn't looked good. Brookie, I mean ranked eight, Brookie hasn't looked good. I just haven't been not the Brookie I'm used to seeing. I know he was off the mat for a while, getting the rust off. Look for Brookie to start getting better and better and better as the season goes on. Um, Guy at this weight that could break out would be Davison of Northwestern, ranked 32. He could could pop up in there and beat some guys. Heavyweight, it's a Gable show, right?
1: I'm assuming Gable will enter.
0: I'm hoping. I mean, if he doesn't, I mean, this weight's. This best guys Orndorf and Andrews. If he doesn't enter, we got one six and eight. We got nine ranked guys. We got Joe Doyle. We got Slavakuski, Lance Davison, Heinzelman, Traub, Nevels, Andrews, Orndorf, and then can't can't forget about probably the best bench presser in the weight, Del Garbino out of Princeton. I mean, we saw him bench press Cassiope. I mean, this kid's probably. I mean, so we can't you know. I mean, can't count him out right ever. I guess anymore. So um, you know, we got to mention him. Um, I got Gable, Slavikuski, Davidson, Lance, Heinzelman, Nevels, Orndorf, and Andrews. That is my uh, guys that I have placed in there. Um, can't wait. I'm on the road. Take off Thursday. I'm, I'm heading out to Iowa. I'm going to check out a Southeast Polk Fort Dodge dual meet. Then on Friday, Saturday, I'm going to the Dan Gable Donnybrook at the Extreme Arena in Coralville. There's seven top 50 high school teams in the country. Dang. Seven. Of the top 50. So I'm going to be out there. Then uh, get up Sunday morning in Coralville and shoot back two hours out to Ames. And uh, we're tailgating, going with Bogle, right. going with the stalemates. And I uh, imagine Hager will be there and and uh, mm-hmm. Fellers and the crew. And we're going to set up 3 p.m. tailgate, Hilton Coliseum. Bring your coolers, bring your drills, Iowa State, Iowa, 6 p.m. Um, let's go. It's going to be 50 degrees in Iowa. And uh, let's go. That dual meet, say, listen. People think that dual meets, listen, let's go through that dual meet real quick. 125, right? They're probably favored Iowa State with Terrakina, right? Then you got you the got Santo and Ironman, right? Now you go to 49, right? We haven't seen Mirren. We've seen Seabrett. We've seen Turk, right? I give, if we give Edge Dagan, right? 57, we go Edge Carr, right? 74, Hawks. 84, Marcus Coleman. I mean, probably Edge Coleman, right? That's four. Mm-hmm. Right. So now we're sitting 4-4. We like Cassiopeia heavyweight. Right. And we haven't seen Warner. Now we're 5-4. We got 97. We haven't seen Warner. We got younger Bastida, very good on his feet. You know, what, what happens there is Warner sitting in a tunnel waiting to go in case it's a 4-4 duel at that time. And they bring out Warner. I mean, there's, there's some excitement in that duel. You know what I mean? With, with the way it shakes out. I don't think we see Spencer. Um, you know, I expect Iowa to win, but you know, I mean, hey, it's the It'll way matchups. Duel, though, for sure. Yes, yeah. right, because dual meets are about matchups, and what we've seen, you know, the way the weights shake out, it looks like the hall. You know, it looks like maybe a favor Iowa State in four matches, right? And it's, so now you're talking six four. You're talking an upset. You got a dual meet, so it's interesting, right? And so you know, and there's a little, you know, they're going in there wrestling dresser, right? I mean. So there's a little bit of that going on, and it's Iowa State as well. And so mm-hmm. do we see do we see Mirren for the first time? He was listed as a probable last week. We didn't see him. Do we see Warner? Wouldn't shock me if we see Mirren and Warner this week. So um, can't wait. I'm going to be there. Um, and we, for those that,
1: listening, if you're not watching this on Rockland, you're missing out, by the way, go on Rockland, subscribe, watch it. Corby and Willie also doing a show tomorrow, right? Wednesday. Yep.
0: We'll be live tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern. So uh, check it out. We're going to go over who's been ducking, who's been sitting, who's been running, who's been, you know, missing dual meets, who's been dropping dual meets, who's been, you know, we got some, you know, there's going to be some, you know, going to be some coaches probably, you know, maybe get called out a little bit. Some, some, (laughs) not so much. Some will, some won't some wrestlers some won't so yeah no it's it's all good but um you know i think some of the coaches too like may mistaken us for like you know and i guess we are media right but i mean we're fans too right so um you know and we have a lot of good relationships with a lot of the coaches as well so a lot of it's just some ribbing back and forth right but um but then somebody gets a little serious too but um no, we, and we know sometimes who ducks and who doesn't. Right. So when some guys get called out and some don't, it may be, you know, we may know a little more of something. Right. But um there were some guys injured this weekend. We'll go over that. Um, We're going to have some guys out. Um, You don't have Luis Fernandez uh, for Cornell right now. He's out. Uh, Jamie Hernandez is going to be out. I believe missed in a little bit of time. He got dinged up at the Prudential Center. So we, you know, there's some, there's some guys that could be out for a little bit of time. So um yeah man hey i appreciate you having me on um we got hey you got snow up there today you snowing no no
1: we got a little bit yesterday
0: but that's it we got flurries here grounds just starting to you know get a little covered here i don't i don't think we're supposed to get much they weren't even calling for it i'm ready for a um, snow
1: globe i I love working just the snowing outside so corby you're the man we'll do this again soon thank you for everybody listening you guys all rock we'll be back soon see ya And the beat goes on.